The PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by Prediction Strike. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes. Use promo code SGPNPROP to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. We're also brought to you by OddsCrowd. Are you the best NBA better in the US? OddsCrowd is challenging you to prove it with their free-to-play fantasy betting contest. There's a three thousand. There's three thousand dollars up for grabs in their season-long contest, and two hundred dollars every week in their weekly contest. Just head over to OddsCrowd.com to sign up now. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome in everyone to the PropCast NFL Week 6 edition, currently 8 o'clock on the West Coast. I may sound a little froggy as this is my sixth podcast episode today, uh, but I'm going to try to grind through it. I am running on fumes here, but here to help me out, carry me through this last prop, or sorry, this last episode for today is going to be my main man, Dan Titus. Dan. How's the West Coast treating you right now this Friday evening, man? Man, I, I feel like I'm grinding like you, but I'm just not. Like I thought I was, and then you told me you did <laughs> six shows today, which is just ridiculous. Props to you, man. Um, but yeah, I'm ready to get some dinner, uh, chill, watch some shitty TV, because I don't really see much sports on that I'm interested in, uh, at least not right now. So Come on, man. The baseball game's on. You're not a baseball fan. <laughs> nah, man. I'm a Phillies fan. Okay. And honestly, we blew it. You know, we wasted Bryce Harper's MVP like year. And, yeah. uh, you know, I'm just uh, not really into baseball. And I saw that the uh, I watched the Giants game last night. Yeah. saw them get hosed. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll probably turn it on. I'll definitely watch the World Series. Oh, I'll, wait till, sure. I'll wait till the other shit kind of works itself out first. Yeah, we're down to uh, here the conference champ or the conference. Uh, yeah, the, the the championship series for each uh, league. So. Uh, I think by after next week, we'll have we'll know who's into the World Series. I believe it will start the following week. But we're here to talk about the NFL week six, the king of the states here, at least for right now. Um, let's recap Thursday, uh, Dan. I know we talked about it a little bit earlier on the uh, NBA propcast, but, um, you know, your Eagles were in action. Um they made it a little competitive game at the end. You know, they, they screwed up the uh, cover there, depending on what side of the, uh, what side of the spread you were on there. But, um, you know, I thought Jalen hurts wasn't able to do things. The other quarterbacks have been able to do against the secondary of the bucks. I thought they really struggled with that. Um, but as far as our player props, you know, we talked about it on, uh, on the NBA when we went at three and three. So we kept our head above water, not too bad, man. Uh, but what were your thoughts kind of, 
I guess for props wise, and then uh, you uh, talk about your Eagles here a little bit. Yeah, props wise, I think it was a one in two day for me. I thought I handicapped the the Brady thing right. I had the wrong receiver. It was an Antonio Brown go off game, not Mike Evans. Yeah. Um, and then obviously we 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 talked about it earlier, but Miles Sanders essentially just being the only running back to like run on the the Buccaneers this season. Wasn't really predicting that, especially after a first half of only getting one carry. So yeah, to me, it's just more of a glaring observation that Nick Sirianni isn't that good at play calling mm. and you need to get Miles Sanders the ball. The dude averages over five yards per carry over the course of his career. And yet you only give him one carry in the beginning of the game. And I get it. It's hard to run on the, on the, the Tampa Bay bucks, but you know, Hertz even found some running lanes. I mean, he was under pressure for a lot of the game, but yeah, um, I think we saw him kind of settle in towards the end. And I think that that's become the theme of the Eagles is play like shit for the first three quarters and then make a, make a, a valiant effort to come back and late in the game in garbage time. Um, but yeah, I, I like what I saw. I mean, I think you, you capped Ke- uh, Quez Watkins perfectly. Mm-hmm. He balled out. You know, he had a couple of other opportunities if if Hertz hit him a little bit sooner. Uh, that's one of the things I want to see Hertz really progress in is 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 getting rid of the ball quicker. It seems like he's holding the ball on a yeah. little bit too long. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jalen Rager had a couple opportunities where he was open and he had to come back for the ball or just missed him. And and I don't even know about Rager. Like the dude just he's he's like I don't know. He just isn't consistent at all. So yeah, tough one for the Birds. Wasn't expecting them to win. I'm surprised that they covered, but we saw Tampa Bay kind of. Uh, take the foot off the gas a little bit towards the end and just ride it out with with uh, Leonard Fournette, who, you know, I, I'm mad I missed that one for the props because yeah. he was just an absolute beast. So it was unfortunate for us because in that fourth quarter, they handed the ball off to Miles Sanders. Then he got that 23-yard run, which turned a – could have been five and one week for us into a three and three week for us. So this is crazy how that one play – just kind of killed well made it a, a absolutely fantastic uh, Thursday night slate for us but you know things like that are going to happen um do you want to get into the Tom Brady thing uh <laughs> you Brady it, man one and a half <laughs> yards man one and a half one and a half and then I knew it was gonna it just had to feel into like he was gonna have to kneel at some point in the game yeah I just thought that there could have been like one other scramble where maybe he got like six or seven yards to kind of have as a buffer but yeah. yeah that's the way i mean that's what you that's what you risk when you go for those the short you know very small lines of of very rare occurrences but i, I wouldn't be surprised if he does it again man i I, don't, I think that that one and a half might stay there for a couple of weeks just because of what he's done in previous games this year yeah it sucked that it was like on the last play too that they needed the first down he gets the quarterback sneak for three yards and then he takes three knees and go back to like one or zero that one hurt a little bit, but um, yeah, I agree with you about Rager. I mean, I had longest completion over 37 and a half yards. The two pass interference calls that he did get, I thought they were catchable balls. And if we would have held on, I think I would have catch, catch that one. But, you know, sometimes it, it falls your way and sometimes it doesn't. So um, any final thoughts, uh, Dan, about the Thursday night game? Nah, man, I'm ready to move on. That was uh, not my best performance and the Eagles lost. So yeah, that's just two L's in, in and of itself. So yeah, let's talk uh, week six. Yeah, let's do that, man. But before we do that, let's take a quick break here from our sponsors and we will be right back. We're brought to you by WinBet. 
Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, and college football, and more. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download, bet, win. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. The MLB playoffs are in full swing and PropSwap is your home for the best World Series futures. All season long, prop swappers have been finding the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time, so your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money, it just needs to improve. Thousands of bettors across the country are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, Dan, coming off the break, man, I cannot believe it. It's already week six, dude. These, these weeks are just flying by. Um, before we know it, it's it's going to be almost half, well, more than halfway through the season. They're going to be approach, approaching playoffs, but... We're going to take it week by week, week six. We got some great matchups here. Um, let's start off with our props here, man. I'll, I'll kick it to you first. Uh, let's go with your first player prop for NFL week six. First one, I'm going with Pat Mahomes over 16 and a half rushing yards. And I like that mainly because Mahomes ranks fifth in rushing coming in to uh, week six. Opposing QBs have scrambled more than 16 and a half in four straight games versus the football team. Football team is third in blitzes per drop back, 34.9%, which to me, that just signals Mahomes is going to have an opportunity to uh, get out of the pocket, scramble for some first downs and, and rush for some uh, carries. You know, Clyde Edwards, Alaire is obviously going to miss some games. Yeah. So I think that that's definitely going to be a, a bit of a detriment to the rushing game. Now, Darrell Williams is certainly capable, but sure. I wouldn't be surprised if we're going to see Mahomes scamper here for 17 yards. And he's done that in six of his last seven games as a favorite. So I'm taking the over on that one. There you go. That's a simple and easy handicap. I mean, it makes a lot of sense, right? Pressure. Mahomes getting out of the uh, pocket. If he has the lanes, he has open lanes, he'll scramble. And we, you know, we've seen it do it. We've seen him do it many other times over his career. And like just Dan alluded to done it over, what the six out of the last seven times when he's favored, you said that's correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there we go. So number one for Dan is going to be Patrick Mahomes over 16 and a half rushing rights, 16 and a half. You said, right? Yep. You got it. All right. Let's move on to my player prop. Number one, I'm going to go Matthew Stafford longest completion over 37 and a half yards. Um, Stafford's gone over this number in four out of the last five games this season. Uh, in three out of the five games, Stafford has connected with a receiver for 60 or more um, on his longest completions. And he's done that twice. So, um, you know, the Rams and the, the Rams and Stafford take on the Giants secondary this week, and they have allowed longest completions 
Uh, 56 yards to Tyler Heineke, 58 to Jameis Winston, 49 to Dak Prescott. So I don't think Matthew Stafford's going to have a problem here getting over 38 in a, or 38 yards as long as completion. Um, you know, the Rams have deep ball threats, right? We've seen it. We saw it in week one against the Bears where, um, you know, they threw the ball to Van Jefferson twice down the field. They had Deshaun Jackson. Cooper Cup has been an absolute monster this season. We've talked about him a lot. I don't see a scenario when where the Rams have had about 10 days off here where McVay and Stafford are going to dial up a few deep ball passes to their receivers against this uh, poor Jets uh, secondary. So I'm taking Matthew Stafford longest completion over 38 and a half yards. Sorry, 37 like, and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I like Stafford here. Uh, I see his player is a uh, yards prop sitting at 280. I wouldn't be surprised if he threw for 300. Yeah. And as you stated, you know, Van Jefferson and Deshaun Jackson to take the top off. Plus you got Cooper cup. Yeah. There's just plenty of opportunities for him to get over that threshold. So yeah, I like that play. I like that play a lot. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think that this, this Rams uh, offense should have an easy time against this uh, giants uh, uh, defense, especially their offense. I think this might be a game that I know they're a big favorite on the road, but this team is depleted, especially offensively, man. A lot of guys, a lot of their guys are out. So we'll see what happens in the game. But I really like this play as my first one. Uh, let's go with your second one here, Dan. Yeah, my second one's a little bit gross, man. I, okay. I don't I don't know why it came up to me, but like it's just there. It's sitting there and I can't deny it. Ben Roethlisberger over 255 passing yards at plus 110. Okay. Man, I'm going crazy here, but <laughs> it's really just the fact that he's facing Seattle, man. They, mm-hmm. They're giving up 305 passing yards per game, second most in the NFL behind the Cowboys. Um, but we all know that Ben typically plays better at home. You avoid and fade Ben when he's on the road, but when he's at home, he usually plays pretty good. Yep. He's averaging 259 in four games versus Seattle. He's gone over 255 in three of five games this year. Despite having the noodle arm, man, I'm, I'm trusting him to beat the secondary with, with Chase Claypool, James Will, uh, Washington, as well yep. as um, uh, Deontay Johnson. Yep. So he's done, he's done it in seven of the last eight as a favorite and at plus money in prime time, going with Big Ben. I think it's a good buy low situation for Big Ben, right? Especially if, if you can't throw it against Seattle, then you got bigger problems. I mean, Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you can't yeah. do that, I think you need to take a hard look in the mirror, do the Steelers organization. <laughs> I know they're trying to do big Ben, right. But come on, man, this, uh, this, this Seattle defense has done nothing to improve their secondary. We talked about this, Dan, a lot of times uh, when we were doing the preview shows that the Seattle pass defense has been atrocious, didn't do anything really to improve. And Jamal Adams is not a coverage guy. He's a guy that they like to bring up in the box and, and try to disrupt the offensive line and get to the quarterback. So, um, it's a nasty play, but you know, it, it makes sense for a lot of reasons. Um, for my second one, I'm going to go over to the London game and that's going to be to under 224 and a half passing yards. This one almost seems too easy and, I, and I'm going to take a stab at it. You know, two was coming off the injury. Uh, he hasn't played in three weeks and now going across the prom to London. Like I said, I never, and I get that they're playing one of the worst secondaries in the entire football uh, in the entire football league against the Jaguars. But I just don't see a world where Tua gets over this number. Even if the, the Dolphins win this game, I think he could probably hover around 200, 210 uh, in this game. And I think they're going to try to do whatever they can to really protect uh, Tua in this game coming off of the injury because they've seen what they won from Jacoby Brissett. I think that, they might establish a run game here a little more with Miles Gaskin, Mal- Malcolm Brown, and those guys. And um, they're also down Devontae Parker in this game. So 
Um, it's probably going to be the Preston Williams show in this game. Uh, I believe Will Fuller. I haven't checked his status. I don't see. I don't think he's played. He's out too. Yeah. So I mean, when you're when you have those two type of receivers that are out, I think it's going to be a tough sledding for Tua to get at least 225 passing yards. So uh, I'm going to go to uh, under 224 and a half passing yards against this uh, Jaguars defense, which makes me a little nervous. But I'm going to take a stab at it. Nah, man, you shouldn't be nervous. It's Tua. We're fading Tua all season, man. Yeah, uh, it started with the futures. Now it comes back with him coming off an injury. You know, I, I'm not. I'm not putting much faith in him. He's only got you know Mike Gesicki really to throw to. Preston yeah. Williams, like that dude's been hurt the last couple of seasons. Jalen Waddle, I think, will probably have a really good game, uh, just given how bad the, the Jacksonville secondary is. But yeah, yeah you, you can't trust Tua for many yards, man. Coming off of an injury, playing on a neutral field. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking the under there as well. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Uh, hopefully, I, I really like the, these quarterback props so far. Uh, hit me with your next one, man. What you got? Next one, I'm going James. Same game, James Robinson over two two and a half receptions. Okay. Um, I kind of like this game because mainly it's James Robinson's workload. He's averaging seventy percent of the snaps, fifth highest in the NFL for running backs. Um, he only did see one target in Week Five, but. I'm not really too concerned about that either. He's fourth on the team in targets and the Dolphins are allowing opposing RBs to catch six passes per game. So while this game might be ugly, boring, disgusting, maybe that's just a theme of this, of this week six props. I'm just picking all the ugly games, but I like James Robinson to get over two and a half receptions here. I think that he's starting to trend in the right direction. I think that urban or at least this offensive coaching staff is starting to realize that they need to get this guy, the ball. Right. And I think in the first two weeks, he only had a combined 16 rush attempts and then 72 um, rushing yards. And then only um, he, he's getting the targets, at least in the rush, sorry, in the passing game. But I think they're being smart and you're starting to utilize him more, both in the passing game and the rushing game. So I think this might be a big game, like you said, for James Robinson. Dolphins defense, I mean, it, it's been kind of inconsistent this year. I thought they were going to be one of the better defenses, at least their secondary was. Uh, Xavier Howard is out for this game also. So I think that if they want to win this game, they're really going to have to utilize uh, James Robinson. So getting over this two and a half uh, receptions number should be a, a, a easy task for this Jaguars offense and Robinson. Um, for my next one, I'm going to go to a running back and that's going to be Austin Eckler. And I'm going to go with over 111 and a half rushing and receiving yards against the Ravens this week. I think this is a game where we might see a lot of points. And I know, you know, with the offense that both of these teams have, we'll probably see a lot of fireworks. Eckler has been really good this season so far. Um, He's exceeded this number of a 111 and a half in three out of the first five uh, games this season. Ravens defense, uh, they're not giving up a lot of rushing yards to opposing running backs. Uh, but they are allowing close to 70 yards receiving to uh, to running backs this season, which I think ranks in the top three allowed to running backs. Um, I think you could play this two ways. You can either take the combo of the one under uh, the combination of rushing yards and receiving yards. But I think if you want a safer play, you could probably take over 47 and a half receiving yards uh, for Austin Eckler. But I'm going to take both here. Uh, he's He's been really good throughout the season. I think that should continue uh, for um for the Chargers going up against a Ravens team that are off of an emotional win. Uh they're off of an overtime win and they're on a short week after they played prime time on Monday night. So Austin Eckler looking him looking for him to have a boom week. 
love Austin Eckler. He's on all of my important fantasy teams. And I think we're seeing him emerge as like one of the best running backs in the game right now. Uh, dual threat. They're actually giving him the rock in terms of like running the ball. He's not in a, really in a timeshare anymore. This is his backfield. And yeah. uh, with the chargers playing as well as they are, despite, you know, traveling across, across the country and, and playing a 10 AM game, I think that they're going to be ready. They're going to be ready to go. So it's off the strength of Eckler here um, as well as Justin Herbert, but you know, Eckler's definitely been balling. So sign me up for that even against a, a tough Ravens defense. Yeah, and I think that you know, this is going to be a fun game. I think this is one of the one I'm keeping my eye on for sure. I, I really do like the over in this game also. Let's take a quick break, Dan, and then we'll come back and we'll get into your next player prop. Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. Convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't have to leave your home. Low-cost treatments start at just $10 per month, and Keeps offers generic versions discrete packaging and proven results. Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. Prevention is key. Treatment can take four to six months to see results, so act fast. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com SGP to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com SGP to get your first month free. keeps.com SGP. Do you wish you could have had stock in a guy like Patrick Mahomes or Christian McCaffrey? Well now, Prediction Strike makes that a real possibility. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks. It's like Robinhood and DraftKings had a baby. Prediction Strike lets fans create portfolios of their favorite athletes so they can make money and get even closer to the game. Don't just bet on your favorite players, start investing in them. Simply download Prediction Strike's new and easy new and easy to use app from the App Store or sign up at predictionstrike.com to create an account. Use promo code SGPNPROP, then deposit funds to buy, sell, and hold shares of your favorite players, just like you would real stocks. The value of players will change based upon game performance and supply and demand, and you can trade your shares of players at any time, as long as the player isn't currently in a game. Use promo code SGPNPROP to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. Are you the best NBA better in the US? You can prove it on OddsCrowd in their free to join and play fantasy betting contest. There is a season-long NBA contest with $3,000 in cash up for grabs as well as weekly $200 contests as well. Here's how it works. Once you enter a contest, you track your bets against real odds and lines, much like you would with any pick tracking app. The most profitable players rise up the leaderboard. If you have the highest profit at the end of the contest, you win. An, odd, an odds crowd isn't just fantasy betting contest, it's a social app for sports bettors. Free to download, you can live group chat with other bettors, track your bets, set up private fantasy contests with your buddies, and much more. So download the app for free or go to oddscrowd.com today. And last but not least, make sure to download the SGPN app. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, uh, Dan, what do you got for us next? Same game, man. I'm going Lamar Jackson over 230 and a half passing yards. Okay. Don't understand it because with the game total at 51 and a half, Ravens three point home favorites. I think this is like a perfect scenario where 
you know, yeah, it's a short week for the Ravens after playing in an overtime thriller, but I don't know, man. I think Lamar is definitely churned. He's changed the narrative of not being a passing quarterback. And he comes into the game averaging 303 passing yards per game. And more importantly, like this line only moved three yards from last week. It was at 227. He smashed that, put up yeah. 400. Um, what do you have? 442 on Monday Night Football. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're getting, they activated uh, Rashad Bateman this week. I think he's going to have one more weapon to throw to. Their run game really isn't much besides him. Yeah. So at this point, if you're going to keep up with the charges, you got to put points on the board. To put points on the board, you got to pass. I like Lamar Jackson go over 230 here. Yeah, he had a big week last week, right? 442 yards, and you said the number was 233 and a half, right? 230 and a half. And he's crushed that number every single week through the yeah. first five weeks here. I don't understand it. I think the- that's uh, – yeah, I'm confused why the books aren't moving it. But, like, the only last, – last week was literally 227 and a half. I'm like, three yards? Okay, I'll take it. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> it's crazy, right? And then now, like you said, that – I think this is a team when I was talking about – or this game when I was talking about Austin Eckler that we both agree that we'll see a lot of points in this game. Um, I, yeah, I, and I think this is a great thing that you found because there's a lot of times that the books aren't adjusting properly – for a player, I mean, Lamar Jackson is one of the more popular players in the league, and I think they would probably want to pay more attention to his type of stats. But on his passing yards, I guess they're not. Maybe they're kind of inflating his rushing yards, and people are paying attention to that, and that's where you know the, the, the passing game or the passing yards for him is not getting adjusted. So for him to be at 230.5 for week six, and he's crushed it every single week the, throughout the first five weeks here, I think you're definitely onto something. I'm saying in the same game, so uh, and I think it, it kind of correlates to what you just said. I'm going Mark Andrews over 64 and a half receiving yards. Nice. Um, look, Andrews has been trending up over the last three weeks. His targets, reception, and yardage are all up. Um, Andrews has crushed the projection of 64 and a half yards over his last three weeks. He has two games over the last three weeks. He's at over 100 yards uh, receiving. The Chargers defense has been subpar defending the tight end position. The Chargers are allowing opposing opposing tight ends an average of 81 receiving yards per game. Mm. Um, I think Mark Andrews is starting to creep his way into that conversation of being one of the better tight ends in the league, which is at a very, very small sample, which I only think right now is Travis Kelsey and Darren Waller. I think those are Facts. the only guys. Uh, George Kittle is not that guy anymore. He's always getting hurt now. He's hurt again this season. Um, and I think Mark Andrews is totally making his way up into that uh, that that's that 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 level of where Kit, sorry where Waller and um, uh, Kelsey are. So I'm taking over 64 and a half receiving yards for Mark Andrews, man. I love it. Absolutely love it. Okay, what do we got? We got uh, one more left here. Uh, yeah, let's go to you, Dan. What do you got? So my last one, I'm taking an under Daryl Henderson under 17 and a half rush attempts. Okay. Um, I only saw that number at DraftKings, but I got it at minus one, uh, minus one. Uh, is it minus one thirty? Yeah, I think minus one thirty here. Okay. So, you know, the Rams take on the Giants, eight point favorites. Um, game total forty and a half, not bad. But really, what I'm leaning in towards here, leaning into here, is that Daryl Henderson does not have a strong history of staying healthy. And he already missed one game with a rib injury. He's never, he's only rushed for over 17 and a half carries once in his career as a starter. So that's 14 out of 15 games. He has not done it. And even though you're going up against a battered and injured battered 
uh, Giants team that absolutely sucks. Shout to Kramer. Your team is yeah. awful. I know you <laughs> said a, you said a prayer. You put on the glasses for your squad. Definitely necessary because um, that team is garbage. But either way, like I, I got to feel like they're going to involve Sony Michelle a bit more. And I think we saw that going into last week. Like yeah. Sony Michelle uh, got 34% of the snaps. Um, so you don't have to be so reliant on Daryl Henderson. If this team is really going to go far deep into the playoffs, you're going to have to save them up. And I don't think you're going to get 18 rushing attempts for Daryl Henderson, no matter the game script and no matter how much this game is out of hand, I'm not going to be surprised to see Matt Stafford, not only throw all over him, deep passes, whatever he's going over for 300. And I also see Sony Michelle also break into some of this, uh, these rushing attempts. So yeah, I'm, I'm afraid Daryl Henderson, pretty much just off the strength of he's never been a true workhorse back mm-hmm. and 18 carries. That's a workhorse. That's workhorse material. So don't see him getting there. I think she would have told me that he's only exceeded this number once out of what 15 career starts. You said that's correct. That, that's probably all you had to say to me. I mean, <laughs> it, it's crazy that, you know, now we're starting to see, like you mentioned, Sony Michelle get into the fold, right? He's getting more uh, snap shares in that backfield. I think it's going to come to a point where I think that it's make may take. I think it's taking a little time for Sony Michelle to get adjusted to the Rams' offense. I know they're only asking him to run the ball, but mm-hmm. McFay's offense is a little complicated. I think we saw that with um, we saw that with uh, Jared Goff there. He wasn't fully able to grasp it. Uh, now that they brought in Matthew Stafford, I think that he he's a very high IQ quarterback. But talking about these running backs, um, yeah, Daryl Henderson. Guy gets injured a lot, and I think that they brought in that Sony Michelle as an insurance policy. So I like we talked about early is that if we have running back by committee, I think you want to start looking at these rush attempts to go under. So I really like this play. 14 out of 15, that's all you need to know. Um, for my last one, I'm going to go to that Chiefs and uh, Washington football team game. Um, Travis Kelsey, over six and a half receptions. I think this is one of those games uh, like a few weeks ago when they went up against your Eagles – um, that it's a get right game for them. And, and we've seen the offense, I think, could come out and put up points. Uh, I think this is one of the games where Travis, Tra- Travis Kelsey has a big game. I also saw that Tyreek Hill is batting a quad injury, so he's probably going to be limited. He was limited at practice all week. And I think even if he gets a start, that quad is going to be bothering him because it takes that quad injury, it, it affects your legs, right? It affects your speed. And, and I think that having that security blanket of Travis Kelsey just in case maybe Tyreek Hill gets knocked out of the game, that that Travis Kelsey becomes a number one target. So six and a half receptions for Kelsey, it seems like a high number for a guy like Kelsey. I don't think he is. This guy is always getting the targets. He's always in double-digit targets. He makes the catch, and I think this should probably be a monster day for Travis Kelsey and this Chiefs offense going up against a very porous um, Washington football team defense. Yeah, I like I like that because you're you're exactly right. To me, it's... It's if, if Tyreek Hill is certainly injured, it's got to look to 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 Kelsey to be the security blanket. And he's got seven receptions in two out of five games so far. But that's mainly because these weird game scripts and, you know, the Chiefs, they've gotten some nice victories against um, underwhelming opponents. But when they face good ones, um, it was a little bit more competitive. But, you know, this is a game that I, I totally foresee them in a shootout with the Washington football team, because neither of them can play defense right now. And um, I believe that the Washington football team is ranked middle of the pack in terms of guarding uh, opposing tight ends, but yeah, Travis Kelsey isn't your normal opposing tight end. So yeah, yeah. fire, fire him up for uh, having a big day. Yeah. We talked about how he hit him and Waller are one and two as one of the best tight ends 
in this National Football League. So um, hopefully he has a big monster day against this Washington football team. Uh, Dan, did you have any more props or do you want to wrap up the show here? Yeah, no more props. Just one more anecdote to support Lamar Jackson. So the the Chargers are only allowing opposing QBs to throw for 214 per game, but Baker Mayfield threw for 301 last week. Baker Mayfield, Mr. I got a shoulder injury. I suck at throwing in general. Kevin Stefanski has to run the ball to save my, 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 my career, essentially. Like that dude can't throw the ball. So I, I just, I, I love the Lamar line at 230 and a half. It just seems too understated, even though the Chargers are really vulnerable in the rushing game. But I, I think they're still going to beat them in the air. Yeah. I mean, kind of looking at this, I think that week one, when they played Tyler Heineke, they only gave up 122, but it's week one and it's Tyler Heineke. Right. right. He was he was still getting adjusted. Yeah. yeah. And he was still getting adjusted. Then week two, they had um Dak Prescott. I think that game was uh, if you watch that game, there was no punts in this game. But for whatever situation, I think that the uh, the Cowboys made a they're making a more of an effort to run the ball this season between Tony right. Pollard and Zeke. So you don't really need Dak Prescott. You come back against Patrick Mahomes. He had 260. Okay, that was an interesting game. And then Derek Carr, 196, where they were coming off in a uh, – I think that was a primetime game that they were coming off of. But regardless, mm-hmm. you're going up against Lamar Jackson. The dude's chunking the ball. He, he's playing well this season. He's exceeded that number uh, in all five weeks. So, yeah, I, I, I'm going to get behind that with you. I'm assuming that's your best bet. That is my best bet. There we go. That's all I needed to know. <laughs> Great uh, setup. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's wrap it up with the best bet there. Dan uh, just said Lamar Jackson over 230 and a half passing yards for Lamar Jackson against the Chargers. Um, for mine, I'm going to go with, uh, man, I like, I'll go with Matthew Stafford, man. I think that they're going to throw all over this, um, this, this team uh, in the New York Giants. They are a really bad defense. I think that when you have guys like Van Jefferson, Deshaun Jackson, Cooper Cup as your wide receivers and deep threats, I don't see a problem for Matthew Stafford as long as completion getting over 37 and a half yards. So that's going to be my best bet for week six. So two quarterback uh, best bets for us this week. Hopefully we have a great week. Hopefully we don't have any uh, games that, or players that want to crush our dreams in the, in the, in the fourth quarter. But uh, I'm feeling good about the ones that we have, man. Dan, any final thoughts for week six? And then uh, just, uh, just plug your uh, Twitter and then people let the people know what you're working on, man. Yeah. So no other comments for week six side to watch it. Definitely won't be watching that early game in London. Cause that's going to be a snooze fest, but shouts to James Robinson. Hopefully you go over <laughs> there three receptions. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Dan Titus. I'll uh, be working on check out our fantasy rankings for the SGPN network. Um, I know uh, Jeremy just went off and, and had a great, great, great rankings this week um, amongst some of the best in the industry. So shouts to him. Uh, but the crew just continues to push out really good content. Make sure you listen to our fantasy football show with Rod via Gomez, as well as uh, check out all the articles because fantasy football is, is King right now. So uh, if you yep. guys need some analysis, some advice, start sit decisions, waiver pickups, whatever, uh, check it out. And then also uh, we're going to be firing up NBA. It starts next week. So yeah, get ready, man. It's the, tis the season. Uh, a lot of hoops going on and right in the, in the thick of MLB and NFL. So Munaf is the hardest man and hardest working man in the biz. So give him his flowers while he's here, man. Cause uh, 
it's crazy how much he's working right now. <laughs> I appreciate the kind words, man. Yeah, my my voice is starting to go out here a little bit, but you know what? It, it's fun doing all this all this podcasting and, and getting to talk about sports, right? When you have guys like yourself and and Malcolm across the pond and Sean and Ryan and and Scott and you know all the Terrell and all the other NBA guys that we have, it, it's just a lot of fun, you know, getting to sit here and talk about sports and hopefully educate our listeners and, and get them winning plays. So yes, sir. Um, yeah. I appreciate all the kind words, man. Yeah. Find me on Twitter as usual at sports nerd eight, two, four. Yeah. We're a little overwhelmed, man, with, with MLB, with NBA, uh, NFL, like Dan said, check out the website, sports gambling podcast.com. I, I told this to Rod a couple of weeks ago. We all have at least a minimum of three fantasy football teams. Let's not kid ourselves. So get over to sports gambling podcast podcast.com check out all the fantasy content that this team is putting up i would put this team up against anybody in the world these guys are crushing it you don't need to do any research on your own just check out all the rankings and all the articles and definitely check out the fantasy football podcast every single week these guys are cranking it out and, and so glad to be a part of this team so with that being said good luck with your bets in week six Let's break the banks and let's break the books off this week. Till then, let it ride.